Hi, I'm Ken. And I'm Phil. And this is You Heard It Here. Welcome to another episode of You Heard It Here on ntnradio.com. You know, I went back and I listened to the four previous shows, and what I realized is I got to come down on the music a lot quicker when you talk and leave it lower when you go out. Okay. Well, Other than that, I liked it. You live and learn. We've only been doing this, what, six years? Yeah. uh, You know, we're learning. We're getting there eventually. (laughs) That's right. It's it's a work in progress. That's right. It's a work in progress. So it's finally gotten really nasty cold here. Only for two days, and then yeah. it's going to go back into almost 50. Almost 50. Like, it's like, you know, like it's balmy. That's right? practically shorts and Didn't we just have 75 a few weeks ago? Yes, but, you So know, 50 doesn't thrill me anymore. But after 16, 50's going to feel warm in shorts and t-shirt weather. Well, I keep hearing that. I keep waiting for the, when we had the 75 degrees a couple weeks ago, I kept thinking, great, maybe global warming is finally going to work for me. Yeah. I was hoping, same thing. I'm like, woo. Not so much. Uh, I do know that on Friday, it's supposed to start as rain for where I live and change to snow. Uh, The bad S word. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's supposed to accumulate. Right. But I think it's, uh, I think that's going to be our first. We didn't get flurries. I heard people down this way got yeah. flurries. Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't see any. I didn't see any either. You know, I set my alarm Sunday night, Monday morning for 3 a.m. Monday morning. Ooh. Because there was supposed to be this meteor shower. Oh, that's right. There was not, they're not supposed to be. There was this meteor shower. So it was too cloudy where I left to see yes. it. Yes. I was yes. like, oh, I went outside. It was cold and normally cold, clear. Well, that's what you think, right? You think cold, clear. And I got out from underneath the thing I call a porch. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked up, and it was cloudy. And I was like, you son of a... And you woke and up at 3 a.m. for that. Well, I, I would have just, just stayed up till 3 a.m. Yeah, that was... I was so exhausted oh, from the okay. day before. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought, wow, because I, I have not seen a meteor shower since I've been at my new place, which is completely dark. Right, yeah. You turn the lights out in at it's, my it's house. It's black out It's there. black out. Right. It's, you know, it's like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, per, it's the perfect situation to watch a meteor shower. It's, especially now that I cleared out all those trees, so I have a line of sight and stuff. Right, so right. I did, that that kind of sucked. Anyway, um, so, um, yeah, did so you, it's cold and I hate it. Yeah, did you do anything for the holiday weekend? Uh, not really. Didn't go anywhere for New Year's Eve. I'm not, I've done a New Year's Eve a couple times. Not real big on going out New Year's Eve. I've done it in the past. I think I'm just getting old and stodgy and I'd rather just, uh, watch TV. You know, I'm the same way. Yeah. My sister and brother-in-law and their kids came out and they went into Winchester to, uh, walk around. They have all these first night things, you know, first night here and Mm -hmm. they walked around and all this kind of stuff and, I was just like, yeah, it's nine o'clock. I'm going to bed. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. I don't care. I don't care about the ball dropping. Right. I don't care about the fireworks. I don't. I just don't care anymore. Well, I I, I don't actually, know if I ever I, did. I New don't, Year's- Well, I think it would traditionally when I was younger, I watched like you know Dick Clark's Rock and New Year's Eve and all things like that. I don't even care to watch that stuff anymore. Yeah, you I, know, for number one, I don't like the music anymore. That's part of it. <laughs> I went out 
I used to go out when I was younger on New Year's Eve because that's a great night for a single guy to meet a chick that's what I need to kiss somebody to start the New Year's. Uh, yeah. I'm like, that's, other that's, that, <laughs> I'm a scumbag, find, okay? Yeah, I'm a scumbag. Right, that's right. Find the women who can't see straight. <laughs> that's right. They're drunk. Right. They're lonely. You can score way out of now, your league. Now it doesn't even seem worth the effort, does it? Yeah. Mm. You can score way out of your league. Well, and, well, well, number one, where would you go from where you are to find women on New Year's Eve? The gas station? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, Winchester, which is they, not a good pull. No, it's not a real good pull. Uh, Front so, Royal? Nah, yeah, not right. a good pull. Not a good pull. Uh, pretty much I would have had to drive hours. Yeah, so I didn't do anything. I didn't. I, I, I didn't do anything, and um, it's been, um, uh, it's just been, a, you know, really, really uh, tough this year for me because I just feel my motivation levels are not where they should be. Yeah. Do you feel that like low I, I motivation? Do, I have like no motivation to do anything where I've I've kind of turned into a homebody. Yes. I used to go out all the time, mm-hmm. and I've kind of the last four or five years really turned into a homebody. I know, me too. And especially, I mean, this year I've spent a lot of time working on my house, mm-hmm. so I've gotten used to not going out, and now it's like oh, it's six o'clock. It's cold. It's dark wow i'll just stay in (laughs) you know where i used to be like all right hey i'll go out and get a burger or something like that right now it's just like i forget it i'm gonna stay in i'm turning to the old person yeah it's it's i i feel that too so you're not you're not alone in that i well thank you you are an old person that's the problem i am i am an old person um and i'm taking you down with me thank you but but yeah i i you know i've gotten to the point now where i'm I get comfortable at home, and it's like, why go out and do anything? Right. If I have food and the necessities, like Coke Zero and stuff, I, I don't need <laughs> right. to go out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I'm, I totally agree. I was looking, and uh, tomorrow, if it's not windy, I'm going to start burning some of the big brush piles. Oh, cool. Right? Mm-hmm. And I was, like, looking, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just do that. I got enough stuff I can burn for, like, three days because I got, like, five days worth of brush piles to yeah. burn. I was like, you I can, can warm up all of Clark days. County. Yeah. And <laughs> then I was like, and I don't even have to go out or go shopping or do anything. I'm like, oh, if only my internet was close enough to those <laughs> brush fires, mm-hmm. I'd be set. Yeah. So can I might you, have to get a really long ass Cat5 cable. <laughs> do you have Do you have a Wi-Fi router? Just the one that came with that. I didn't go and it's, fire. And it, it won't reach out there? No. It's, no. It's seven eight hundred feet from my. Oh house. yeah, it's a good distance. You know, it's quite a distance. Well, I figure the signals carry farther out there. <laughs> right? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the trees are like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> Steal All signal. right. Well, we're gonna head out to a, a quick break, and when we come back, I think what we're gonna do is I'll I'll kick things off. I have an interesting story about horny Germans. Horny Germans. Horny Germans. Horny and apparently cheap Germans as well. Oh, nothing's worse than a cheap horny. Well, I have I have a lot of interesting stories this week. None of them are really really long stories, but they were kind of entertaining stories. So we got that. And, I have uh, a weird mix. I okay. have stuff that I find funny. I don't know if anybody else will. And it's also kind of like news and screwed up stuff. All right, and we'll throw a little politics in as well. So okay. stick around, folks. A lot more coming your way on. You heard it here.
Welcome back to You Heard It Here on NTNRadio.com. So before we went out to the break, I mentioned that I have a story about cheap, horny Germans. You did mention that. I'm, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> cheap, horny Germans. Um, well, okay, here's the story. It's a 29-year-old was brought into a hospital with a head injury by two other men who told the doctors that their friend injured himself falling downstairs. Okay. But the uh, medical staff was a little suspicious because of the large metal fragments in his skull. Whoa. Generally, when you fall downstairs, you don't get large metal fragments in your skull. No. You get, like, contusions. And right. Even if they're nature. metal stairs, you don't normally get that. Usually, you don't actually take part of them with you. Right. Right. Um, and so when the when the doctors started questioning the men, they admitted that what actually happened was that they um, they blew up a vending machine, and the victim was injured by a piece of flying metal from the blast. Okay, they like like M eighty to a vending machine. I think it might have been a little bit more significant than that. Coca-Cola, food? Uh, condoms. <laughs> That's where the horny Germans oh, come right, in. Oh, yeah, I missed that. Okay. okay, all right. And cheap, because apparently they didn't want to pay for condoms. What are they, a dollar for three? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Phil, uh, you know, the last time I bought a condom, they were probably made out <laughs> of pig Goat guts. skin. Yeah, and, right, exactly. Tyrannosaurus Rex innards. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the man later died of his injuries. <laughs> trying to get free condoms. Uh, officers say that the three men apparently got into their car after priming the explosive, but the deceased man failed to close his door and was hit by metal debris when the machine exploded. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's this radio and I was supposed to say something. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Where to begin on this? I know. Hey, what could, if if this? I need a condom. If I blow up the machine, either they're going to light on fire, or stuff's going to be shot through them. And they're not going to be any good. I'm going to go with these guys. Probably weren't your three smartest Germans. Obviously not. I don't think they thought this out. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, this t- occurred in the town of Schopengen, uh, which apparently is real close to the border of the Netherlands. So I imagine there was some probably Netherlands nookie that they were <laughs> the hoping to cross over. coming along. So yeah. they tried, yeah, they were trying to hit this. And, um, but the town actually went, the town of Schopen sent some people out to take a look at it, and they found condom packets and cash laying on the ground, apparently untouched. Well, you, you know, you blow up a condom dispenser, <laughs> Your friend needs to go to the hospital. You don't think to grab the 13, 14 bucks that's in there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because who really, who doesn't buy bulk? A, I can't. <laughs> yeah, apparently right? these guys don't. If you're going to use them, buy bulk. Dream big. Yeah. Nobody, does that, do people still do like the emergency condoms in the wallet? I kind of assume so. I, I, I sort of assume that people do. I mean, I don't because I, I'm just so ugly. It's not going to happen for me. <laughs> I, have to, I have to pre-plan and spend a lot of money for that to happen. <laughs> you, have to, you, have to, you have to create a circumstance where the, where, uh, the victim will not actually recognize you know, your species, correct? <laughs> yes, pretty much. But that's where, you know, then you'd have the condom, though, because you'd be prepared. You, you know, if you, you that's figure, a good point. Right? Yeah, you figure that. Uh, anyway. 
Wow. All right, let me move on. That's just weird. Okay. So, <laughs> Mexico is not a great place to live. No. Not a great place to live. And it's really not a great place to run for political office either. Yeah, I saw this. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the mayor of a city that's south of Mexico City was shot to death on Saturday less than a day after she took office. That's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Uh, gunmen burst into the house of Mayor Gisela Moda in the city of Texmico and killed her, uh, according to the government of Morales State, where Texmixco is located. Two presumed assailants were killed and two others detained. So they caught the guys that actually did this. Um, and officials attribute her killing to organized crime. Oh, yeah, really? You think? Yeah. It's Mexico. That's all there is is organized crime. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Moda's leftist Democratic Revolution Party released a statement describing her as a strong and a brave woman who, on taking office as mayor, declared that her fight against crime would be frontal and direct and short. All I keep thinking... Actually, I added the and short part. (laughs) All I keep thinking when I read this story, this shows you how much of a bad person I am. And I will I will tweet you from hell to tell you how warm it is, mm-hmm. okay? But all I kept thinking was there's a British TV show called Plebs. Yeah. And they have one where it's about a politician, and there's a guy, he's running for office, and he comes out against the landlords, and the last scene is the landlord's goon stabbing the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, the day he gets elected before he gets sworn in. <laughs> that's all I thought yep. about when I was, and I was, like, laughing, and I'm like, I am a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, Texmico, Mixco, it's T-E-X-M-I-X-C-O. It's not like Texaco, but it's pretty no, damn so close. Teja, it's Teja, because they don't say X, they say ha. Like, it's Teja. Tejaxico? No. Get rid Te- of the X. There's, okay. Because, like, Texas. Tejaco? It's like, not Mexico. Tejaco? It's Mexico. It's Tejaco, so it's like food? Yeah, it's almost like a taco. Okay, all right. Um, Akira, I got another one for you. There's a city of about, it's about a hundred thousand people there and it neighbors Cornavaca. Corn nuggets. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, which is a resort and an industrial city, which apparently is like the center of kidnapping and extortion linked to organized crime. So if you want to go to a nice resort and see whether or not your relatives actually love you, you might want to go to Kurnavaca. Okay. Um, but anyway, so, um, those poor people. Yeah. So the woman who was killed, she had been a federal congresswoman, um, and was sworn into office on New Year's day. It's a new year, but a short one for you. Yeah. It's, it's like, wow. And yeah, she died the next day. That's great. And, uh, and of course the Mexican government is probably not going after I'm sure some well, cartel. They? They, they, they've got these guys that did it, but they're just, I'm sure they're just paid assassins, right? So, right. They're not, you know, they, I, I'm sure they're not going to, you know, care about any of that. No. Anyway. All right. One more story. I'll do one more story before we right. go to break. My favorite paper in the entire world, and I'll admit this, there's only, I don't, I'm not a newspaper fan. Right. But my favorite newspaper in the world is the New York Post. Okay, can we stop? And and okay. I do love the New York Post because okay. I have a I have a I have a New York Post story too. Okay. Uh, well, not not for this, but we had one in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, over the weekend, 
what is her name now? Natalie Cole died. Yes. Right? I saw it come up on Facebook. I thought it was a hoax. I actually had to go to TMZ and checked it out there. Like, I now use TMZ as a reference point for news more than <laughs> CBS, NBC, I stuff can understand, like that. I can understand that. And, and I just thought that was crazy. Yes. Go ahead with your New York Post story, then I want to talk about a New York Post story. Okay, well, I hope we don't have the same <laughs> New York Post story. <coughs> I doubt it. Mine's from like four years ago. Okay. So mine's actually not, mine's not today, but it's very, it's, it's pretty recent. And I'm dedicating the story to Phil, who's, who's a Long Island native. Yay. Uh, in this story, uh, <coughs> a, a man, a 69-year-old man, he flew to Florida to uh, get away from the cold weather, which I'm totally in favor of. Yay. And, and to ha- undergo a knee operation. Because you don't want to have a knee operation where it's icy and stuff, right? In right. the middle of winter. And if you need to have it, so... Although it's been 70 there, but okay, go ahead. Yeah, but it probably isn't today. And you, you, know, you can assume in December, it's a, it's a, it's it's a, 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 a crapshoot. Crap That's right. So he went to Florida. Uh, and when he returned back to Long Island after the trip, he uh, found that all his possessions and his home had completely vanished. The whole house. The whole house. That's a New York. That's dedication. <laughs> I one time worked for a boss, and he had these cameras up, and he's like, well, let's see if you're stealing from me. I said, when you come in and there's just a sand pit that even your blacktop's gone, your <laughs> building's gone, then you'll know I stole from you because I'm taking everything. Right. Exactly. Uh, uh, this was in West Hempstead, by the way. Now, you know, that's not too far from places like Crime Danch and other places. Right, right. So... So when he returned, all that was left was a grass-covered lot. Everything was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. This is serious. So here's a quote from the gentleman uh, to CBS News. He said, you don't expect to leave and get surgery and come back to find everything gone. I'm outraged. They shouldn't be able to do that. This was preventable. It was unjust and a tremendous disservice to me. Yeah, uh, to say the least. Uh, local officials said they made the decision to demolish the home in May after receiving numerous complaints from neighbors that the house built in 1920 was in extreme despair. <laughs> so the town did it? Somebody didn't even steal it. No. Like, I thought somebody needed a no. house and they picked it up and took it. No, the town claims they sent him letters in October and November, but <laughs> Williams said he received nothing from them. Wow. good. For, yeah, that's a good lawsuit coming. Yeah. Um, Hempstead followed, according to the town spokesman, Followed all the proper procedures with regard to property owner notification relative to proceedings. The structure posed a danger to the public. How, how that is, I don't Why? know. Why? Exactly. Right. Was it I'm not take inviting off? you in. If, yes. No, my house is a danger to the public. <laughs> I'm not inviting the public in. That's right. Exactly. Unless I invite you in, it's not. Um, and they said that because it posed a danger to the public, it was taken down in accordance with the law. So who now owns the property? Well, that that's yet to be determined by a court of law. Oh. Uh, he has a, a lawyer, and the lawyer completely disagrees with the town. Dewey Scheister and uh, Dewey Cheatman Howe. <laughs> Dewey Cheatman Howe. Scheister, Scheister, and Scheister. He uh, the lawyer says the the town went way too far. Way too far. Yeah, he said the sh- house should not have been demolished, and they went way too fast because even by the even by the town's admittance. It was total from the time that they had a report of it to the time the house was demolished was less than three months. 
I mean, so they put him on the fast track. Somebody on the town board wanted needed, to be rid of it. Wanted that property. Cited it was an eyesore and else. wanted rid rid of it. Sent him a notice that when he didn't respond to any notice, they said, "Oh, he maybe he's dead in there. Let's just tear it down." So, um, <laughs> right, because you know the cable and all that other stuff that's going into the house. Well, you know. well, they, well, not only that, they 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 went into the house. First, they had they had to first make sure there was nobody living in the house. Um, they went in the house, and it was clear that somebody was living there. It was completely furnished. All his personal right. belongings were were there, and uh, they just took all his personal belongings, leveled the house, removed all the debris from the lot, and left a grass lot. Did he there. owe taxes? No, no. There's no claim of unpaid taxes or anything. And even I if wish you this have guy was in my Phil, even if you have unpaid taxes, all they can do is put a tax lien on the property, and then if you don't respond to the tax lien after a certain period of time, which is usually years, they can sell it for the tax, the new tax I, I just totally wish this guy was in my family because he's going to get a lot of money. I, that's exactly what I'm thinking. A lot he's of money. Get, my guess is that that little grassy lot's going to have a really nice house on it. Yeah, well, that little grassy lot in West Hempstead, because that's a big commuter town, is probably worth seven to $800,000 yeah. as a building lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that ho- that house is probably a seven or $800,000 house, even in disrepair yeah sure you know sure because the property's so valuable property's so valuable there and if he's within walking distance of the of the train station Mm -hmm. that's a million five right plus the despair i went to florida you ruined my house all this illegal stuff you might be looking at the new owner of stemstead plus he came back with no place to live (laughs) right so he's gonna have to stay downtown manhattan in a five-star hotel yeah i i think this guy's gonna walk away with uh i imagine at least a few million out of this oh every bit yeah every bit he should he should probably get closer to 20 to 30 well i'm totally in favor of that because that that clearly was a major overreach by the government oh yeah to just actually take it down i i I've never heard of something like that, that they would just decide that your house looked cruddy and level it. God, don't, please don't put up any more pictures of my house on Twitter, Facebook, nothing. I, I just can't even imagine that. I mean, wow. that's like, you know, you hear about, I mean, I, I've had my own run-ins with Nazi um, homeowners associations right, right, and things right. like that. But this uh, goes a little bit far, Man. you know. I, I just, it's hard to imagine that in three months they would go from a report that the house was It's a hard to imagine that one of the neighbors didn't come out and say, hey, what are you doing? The guy lives, is in Florida getting his I, knee done. My take on this is probably the neighbors being the ones that reported it probably said, you know, here, dig here. Yeah, you know? somebody didn't like it. Wow. Right. There, there's going to be people fired over that. There's going to be. Oh, the, I don't think there's a question Hempstead, about it. I mean, it's broke anyways. Is it really? They, well, I would imagine smart. they make a fortune in property taxes. Oh, they do, but they, you know, they, they spend just it, spend honestly. it. And Hempstead was really stupid. Back in the 80s, people started selling Hempstead with the zip code T-shirts, you know, because it's Hempstead. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, and, and the town, like, outlawed them pretty much and said, oh, you can't use our trademark name and all this stuff. If they had licensed those out, that'd be one of the richest towns in the country. All these people would be buying it. Oh, where are you from? Hempstead. I would have opened up post office boxes just to forward people's mail so all these potheads could be sending in their Hempstead, you know, mail to my address in Hempstead. They're just, they're just foolish there. You, are you done with that? I am. Well, I mean, I, uh, there's not much more to say. No, about there isn't. <laughs> so speaking of screwed up things on Long Island, mm-hmm. four or five years ago, Ken and I did this other show called The Man Show. Yes, I remember that. Very long time ago. And we used to have different kind of stories, sometimes along the lines of what we're doing here. And one of the stories I had brought in, and I still have the newspaper clipping, was 
No one cares when it was just one dead hooker, but now it's two. And that was like the headline in mm-hmm. the, in New York in the New York Post. And it was about this um beach on Long Island that they kept dig- every time you turned around, they were digging up dead hookers. Like somebody buried a dead hooker, they found a dead hooker, no one really cared. Now about 40 feet away from that one they found another dead hooker. Over time it ended up being I believe 10 dead hookers. Oh, sounds like uh, sounds like Ripper Street. Sounds right. It's yeah. a dumping ground. Right. So when I was home over Christmas break, uh, I believe I think it was a Suffolk County a Suffolk County police lieutenant or something like that stepped down, and I was like, "Oh, that's not really a, a, from scandal." I, I and I didn't pull it up. I wasn't even going to bring this up because. It just wasn't on my mind. But when you said New York Post, I just thought of that headline, and no one cares when it's just one dead hooker. <laughs> right. He stepped down, bec- and the FBI is now investigating, and he's, like, lawyered up and everything. Ooh. So apparently he was, like, kind of covering up for the dead hookers being found. He was covering up? Oh. But he was covering up the fact they were found because they didn't have any leads, like he, and he wanted to keep no, quiet? No, 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 no. He was, like, prevented the FBI from being part of the case. Was fighting the FBI. So, oh, so, so you're he's he, involved. He's involved in some. You way. don't lawyer. You don't lawyer up the moment you resign from your uh, job if you're not involved. Okay. So, but I just remember that was one of my favorite. I kept the newspaper clipping because it was one of my favorite articles of all time. It was mm-hmm. like no one cares when it's just one dead hooker, but now it's two. <laughs> okay. So right. I just thought that was good. Oh, this is funky music. This here. is some funky music. I, I don't ever remember playing this before so, but so phil what are you going to talk to us about when we get back when we get back i'm going to talk to you about some law enforcement issues they're having in mississippi m-i-s-s-i-s-s-i-p-p-i oh cool uh it has to do with uh, one word phil can spell it has to do with uh forrest whitaker oh it doesn't really but a guy who kind of looks like forrest whitaker okay. and when they make the movie he will be played forrest whitaker <laughs> will play that guy guaranteed no doubt about it uh, and a and controversy there that's a little on the political side, but it's also just crazy. Okay. So that's where I'm headed. Welcome back to You Heard It Here on NTNRadio.com or wherever else you're getting it from, iTunes, Podbean, all that other kind of stuff. The mm-hmm. show page is on NTNRadio.com. If we ever mention, like, photos or something like that, right? that's where right. it'll if be. If you want to see the, the actual posts for an episode, <laughs> uh, that's where you will find any photos, pictures, or other media that we add to the show. Right. So that's where it will be. Um over the last couple days, and I found this about five days ago, I think, I've been following a story out of the Jackson, Mississippi area. And it's about fat Forrest Whitaker. Not, not, a, not a thin Forrest Whitaker when he was fat. Okay. Right? Uh, it's, it's actually not. The guy just looks kind of like him, cross-eyed and all, you know, wandering eye or whatever you want to call that right. and all. Is a town councilman. His name's Kenneth Stokes. 
And he has a bit of a reputation of saying what he thinks, you know, or just talking without thinking pretty much. Kind of like us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But probably he probably says stupid things where we say intelligent things. Or we'd like to believe so. At least that's what we think. Yeah. So I guess in Jackson, Mississippi, there's a bit of a problem with neighboring police departments pursuing criminals into their county onto their little streets and stuff. crossing outside their jurisdiction crossing outside their jurisdictions and driving through chasing these people at high rates of speed or at least that's what this town councilman is saying mm-hmm. so he said if they're not going to respect our laws and stuff we should throw rocks and bottles at the police cars that are chasing people <laughs> <laughs> Why not just fire random shots at them? Right. You know? you know, here's here's what I would do. Have my police pull over and arrest their police. Yeah, if they're going outside their hey, jurisdiction. Hey, what are you doing? You can't speed in my town while exactly. I'm in hot pursuit. This ain't Smokey and the Bandit. That's right. Yeah, you can't cross. Now, yeah. I wouldn't throw, you know, Mississippi is one of the states that Smokey and the Bandit went through. You go tell me you go throw a rock at Sheriff Buford T. Justice? <laughs> right. He's been in law enforcement for over 35 <laughs> years. Right. Um, so he's he's saying that, you know, they're not keeping our streets safe and they're doing all this stuff that's endangering our citizens and they're not they're not cops in our area. And right. technically he's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, he's absolutely right about that. But I guess the governor and some of these other people don't think that you should be telling your citizens to throw rocks and bottles at the cops. Probably not a good idea because i sure it won't take long in Mississippi for someone to come up with a defense that says, I was just following the rules of my of my town. Well, more than that, I think the governor, the, the, now the governor and another sheriff from a neighboring county, Lee County, a guy, Jim Johnson, he is... Uh, Want, they're calling for criminal investigations, and I just saw an article saying that he's going to—he might re, be resigning. The councilman. This well, that is sort stuff. of an incitement to violence, right? Yeah, it's kind of—it kind of is an incitement to violence. When I did it, when I first pulled it up, it was like this guy wanted to like pretty much barricade the town. If you did your chase through there, let's get you. Mm-hmm. I'm not all that wrong with that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that. Like you had said, have his cops pull over their cops. Right. You know, I, I imagine if it's a high-speed chase, there's probably not a lot of different ways they'd be entering the town. So just wait for them there and... Put up speed bumps. Yeah, grab them and the speeders at the same right. time. Or, or whatever. You know, I guess mm-hmm. I guess maybe there's some drug dealing stuff going on in the other county. I don't think it was speeding. I think it was more other crimes. Mm-hmm. You know, so my my thought is is hey, yeah, at your town line, put a cop there all the time. Mm-hmm. You come into my jurisdiction without that, I'm going to arrest you. Yeah. yeah, that would end it. I would think so. Uh, but makes, instead, makes a whole lot, whole lot more sense than throwing rocks. But instead, you know, Black Lives Matter, so he's going to throw rocks at him because right. that is a smarter idea, and that doesn't cause any problems with the police department or anything no. like that. No. How long will it take before a cop who's getting pelted by rocks pulls a gun out and shoots somebody? Right, right? because that doesn't, right, that will never well, happen. Because all you got to do is say, I felt my life was in danger. There were rocks coming at me. Right. So, <laughs> and people used to stone people to death, so he could say his life was threatened. Yeah, like one of the one of the people that the a neighboring police department chased into his jurisdiction in dangerous high speed pursuit was a Walmart shoplifter. Okay, I am with you that you shouldn't be endangering my life 
for somebody that stole something from Walmart. I mean, yeah, for, or any, for, for shoplifting. shoplifting. I mean, that's, I don't care what store they shoplifted. Yeah. It's not worth my life, you know, if you're going to come through, down my town's roads at 100 miles an hour. Now, I would say put some potholes in, speed bumps, you know. Uh, what do they call those things that they Roundy have? Rounds. Oh, you know those things they have that pop shows? up uh, at like uh, government facilities to yeah. stop someone trying to run. Right. I know oh, hey, boo! That yeah, that's right. You press a button, they're press dead stop. And pay pay somebody seven bucks an hour to wreck cop cars from neighboring things. Exactly. Fine with that. That would that would solve the problem. I'll bet that would even just putting those in would solve the problem. Yeah, I'd rather use them. Yeah, that's right. Just the thought that they're there. No, I agree, hundred percent. You know, so he's saying he's saying that. Uh, the, these towns are doing for misdemeanors are endangering their lives. And now there's a sheriff saying, well, if any of my guys get hurt, I'm going to come after you. And it's turning and the governor's involved and there's going to be a look, you know, people are looking to, uh, looking to go after the guy. The quote of the week is let's get rocks, let's get bricks and let's get bottles <laughs> and we'll start throwing them at them. And then they won't want to come in here anymore. And then, then what's going to happen is, is his little town is going to turn into Baltimore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where, you know, crime's up to its highest level in, like, forever. Right. Because the cops don't want to do their jobs because all they do is get in trouble. Yep. So I, I just thought that was bizarre. That it, it is a bizarre. It is bizarre, and I imagine this guy probably won't be in office much longer if he hasn't, if he hasn't already resigned. Yeah, I know they're trying to force him to resign and stuff like that, and it's just kind of like, hard to come back from that. Yeah, it is. But I'm the, sure his own. But cops when they make a movie I'm, of this guy, uh, yeah, right. it's going to be Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Oh, I should write that. You down heard it notes. here. You heard it here. That will be the Forrest Whitaker role. Um, we all know I love ancient aliens. Not all of us, but now we do. I I know you do. Everybody who's ever come across me in any aspects knows that I think Ancient Aliens is the real deal. Even though they showed me it was wrong. The what was that? The Fermi paradox. Right. That's right. The Fermi paradox showed me it was that it's not it's not possible. Not possible. I still want to believe. That's right. So you've suspended reality. I have sp- suspended reality on this one topic. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold. I am joined by some other idiot running for president. <laughs> oh, cool. No, not cool. Not cool? Because my ancient alien beliefs are now go along with Hillary Clinton. Oh, geez. How bad is your campaign when you're actually going to run on one of the slogans is, I'm going to get to the bottom of Area 51. And she said. Oh, you're kidding me. On the hill. TheHill.com. So this isn't a satire site. Right. No, that's a very serious. Aliens may have already visited us. January 4th. This is dated January 4th, 2016. Clinton, aliens may have already visited us. Yeah, and Bill already slept with them. (laughs) Yeah, well, Bill did knock up one of them. Yeah. Um, She wants to, like, go after... Go after uh, UFOs, and I just hope it's not like Independence Day is what she said. So she hates the 4th of July. No, I think she <laughs> yeah. meant the movie. Uh, but she wants to get to the bottom of the whole UFO thing. One way or another, maybe we can have like a task force going to Area 51. Oh, 
You're the president. Can't you just call up the base commander and say, yeah. hey, what's going on there? Yeah, why do you need a task force? Right, exactly. What, you or, know why? Because you can employ 30 government employees doing that. Or George, Giorgio Crazy Hair Sakalafaka, Waka Maka Jaka, whatever, yeah. however you say his last name, yep. from Ancient Aliens, yeah, have him investigate. would gladly go in there. Right. I, I don't think I would trust a Clinton White House to tell me what was that really at, at Area 51. But you send yeah. in the guy with the crazy hair from Ancient Aliens, and I'd believe anything he says because he's like aliens, you know. He, he, but yeah, she's. Uh, I, I, you know, if you hadn't told me that it came, the story came out of the hill, I would say I would think it was satire, a, complete satire. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. That's like scary. And That's, she's running for president. I know. That's scary. I can believe in it. I'm never going to be the most powerful person on the planet. No. I'm not even trying to be the most powerful person on the planet. Why would you even bring that up? Well, I bring it up because I love Ancient Aliens. No, Alien. I understand. Oh, huh? I, I understand that. Because Maybe she's the your same campaign's way. running on nothing? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and you're struggling to beat Bernie Sanders in the first two states? Wow. Uh, you got to come up with something to change to change topics. Uh Maybe she was, maybe she was on uh, ancestry dot com and found out she's an alien. Oh, maybe. I I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so I just thought that was kind of um, kind of crazy, crazy. And I want to stay in space for a minute. <laughs> okay. Because we're there. Okay. We're, we're in space. Yes, we are. <sighs> space dot com, which I kind of view as a credible website. Hmm. They have a lot of different things about astronomy and space right, flight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, like it's a serious website. It's talking about the MOL program, M-O-L, out of uh, the ni- the 1960s, right. I mean, 50, 50s or 60s, where they wanted to put up a space lab in in orbit back then okay. to spy on the Russians. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the... Well, it must have been the 60s, because we didn't have anything in orbit until then. Yeah, hold on a second. We no. didn't we didn't launch our first satellite until the very late fifties, so Yeah, so right, it was the sixty. Sixty three to sixty nine. It was closed down in sixty nine. Uh but it was like supposed to have negation missiles, which are like non nuclear warheads that would have shot out missiles. Kind of like the Star Wars program. Okay. Way before that, and it was gonna be manned and they were gonna have a crew up there and these cameras to spy on Russia and all this stuff. We, we did Man, a lot. I mean, we have a, we, orbiting we, we, laboratory. Okay. Mole. Uh, and they have, like, pictures, and they did all this test, and they had a crew of, like, 17 people. They were ready to send up there. And they they have, um, what was the big rock? Well, you know, the dates that you gave tells me tells me exactly what happened to it. What happened? It, the, the, what happened to Pot. it was the Apollo program. Oh. 63 to 69, that was the Apollo program. Because uh, they were using the Titan booster to, to mm-hmm. put up. They actually put up. They, here's the coolest part. Mm-hmm. They put up a fake one using okay. the Titan booster. Right. Pretty much it was just like this shell of one mm-hmm. with nothing in it to see if they could get it up off the ground and in there. Yeah, see if they could get something So there's orbit. a big piece of empty space. Oh, it's probably come down long ago. You think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. I was hoping it was still up there flying around. Ken, don't ruin this for me. (laughs) No, 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 no. Damn it. It landed somewhere in the Pacific or the Atlantic years ago. Wow. Probably before you were born, Phil. 
that sucks. Here mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be up there and we could like go and. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, go visit. That's one of the places SpaceX could yeah. take us on vacation. Yeah, because God knows we want to be surrounded by 1965 technology. Let's we r- haven't been to the moon and back since. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. We haven't been. All right. I imagine there's not, if this thing is just a shell, I imagine there's not much technology involved. Yeah. And maybe not, not even oxygen involved. Probably not. Right. But you could still be like floating around in space. And, oh, hey, look at that. Yeah, over you there. can do that with just a suit that's on. That's a Cold so. War. That's a Cold War thing. Yeah. Oh, man. You're kind of trying to ruin that. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. That, that was kind of mean. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, not, I'm not sure I, I appreciate that. That was that was definitely me. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'm going to talk a little bit of serious stuff when we come back. Oh, okay. Uh, Obama announced his uh, new executive orders on guns. I was wondering if that was going to come up. Okay, so we're going to talk about that, and uh, we're also going to talk about a company that's being forced to pay 175. I'm sorry, 1.75 million over bathroom breaks. That's and there's a, two stories kind of go together because most of the stuff that comes out of Obama's mouth. It's a bathroom break. It's a bathroom break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to You Heard It Here on NTNRadio.com. So, um, the big news that's uh, out there today is that uh, President Obama announced the first in apparently multiple steps that he's going to take to try to address gun violence. And even though these will have absolutely no effect on the actual gun violence, that, uh, that, it's amazing. It, it, this is one of the things that liberals do. They do something to do something, not to actually fix anything. It's all about symbolism. Right. Well, who was it? Chuck Dodd? Is that his name? Chuck Dodd? Todd? Chuck, Chuck Todd is the guy that runs, does Meet the Press. Yeah. So his first response was, well, we'll have to hire more people and grow the government to right. enact this. Yes. And he was like all happy about that. It's like. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. And the, the fact they've already announced that, that they're going to add more people. So. It's not much of a secret what he said he was going to do, but he came out and he announced it. And of course, he surrounded himself by people. But basically, this is what he said, that anybody in the business of selling firearms must get a license and conduct background checks or be subjected to criminal prosecutions. The only thing about it is, is that there is already a law in place that says that anybody who makes a living selling firearms must be federally licensed. That's already on the books. So th- you got to back up and think, okay, well, what does that mean? So he was trying, he's trying to address the quote unquote gun show loophole. We all, right. We've been hearing this for years right? where you can go to a, like you have a gun show and I have three guns I want to sell. I can rent a table at a gun show and right. sell it. I don't have to have a federal uh, firearms license, right? Right. And that's the way it's been. And the, the, and you know how many of those guns end up being involved in crimes. Like, I don't think there's a record of any. Right. Okay. 
But that's we're gonna go fix a problem because doesn't you know exist what? and ignore you know, the ones that do. You know what do. doesn't happen? Gang members don't go to gun shows. Exactly. Exactly. I, I it's just like I I heard on and I'll give the guy I'll give the guy some props because I like his show. Chris Plant, who's a morning talk show host mm. in the area, some some liberal called in and was saying, "Well, this is better, you know." And 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 the worst thing out of it is there'll be, you know, he said, is is a good thing because there'll be more guns, more more uh, background checks. So Chris Plant says, "Well, if there's more background checks, then there's more gun sales." That's right. And the guy got really quiet and he goes, "Yeah, you guys don't even think about that." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, they they don't think about it because, nah, like I said, man. yeah, it's it's all about symbolism. It's not about actually any anything happen. But what what they're going to do now? This is what it's going to actually affect. It's going to affect a guy like you or me or anybody else that says, "Hey, you know, I I, I want to get rid of some of my old guns." And a great way to do that is to do is to rent a table at a gun show because I can rent a gu- table at a gun show for a hundred bucks. I, if I got, you know, if I got fifteen hundred bucks worth of guns New to sell, York, mm-hmm. New York has already had dealt with this issue. 20 years ago, mm-hmm. New York has what's called a purchase permit. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. For me to, to for me to buy a gun off my father. Yeah. Right? I mean. Right. Anybody, want, from anybody. From anybody. But mm-hmm. we'll just use the example of my father. Mm-hmm. For me to buy a gun off my father, I have to go to the sheriff, the as, as the gun people like to say, the CLEO, chief law enforcement officer. Okay. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. Everything has to have an acronym now. Yeah. So you you go to the sheriff's department, and for me to buy a pistol off my father, I have to buy a purchase permit. It's $5, I believe. Mm-hmm. So for $5, they take my ID. Now, I already have a gun license, so I'd be a quick fall. Right. But if I didn't have a gun license, they'd say, okay, you can't sell it to this guy without him having – the, the person wanting to buy the gun has to have a purchase permit. Right. And you keep that in your records so that if anything ever comes up with a gun, you say, I sold it to him. Mm-hmm. And that person either has to get a background check or it proves that the county knows that person passed a background check. Mm-hmm. I don't. If they were to do that nationwide, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Okay. Because in all honesty, then, yeah, that would that eliminates that loophole. Mm-hmm. How do you get, what do you get? I, here I am. I have a purchase permit. Here you go. Mm-hmm. I can buy that gun off you. Right. But it's not the federal government that's doing it in New York. I understand. It's the state of New York, right? Yes, I understand mm-hmm. because that's just the way the laws are there. Right. But I'm not opposed to something like that. Okay. All right. It's a little ridiculous because, yes. I think it uh, is. I'm I, one I, of two ways. I'm opposed to it because that basically means your father can't give you a gun, right? No, he cannot. So if he had a gun he wanted to pass down to you, he has to get the government's permission to pass it on to you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's it's not. See, it's not about permission. They want their five dollars. Well, I understand they want their five dollars, <laughs> but effectively they could deny it, right? I don't think they can. I mean, oh, if, really? if I don't pass a background check, but I've already passed a background check. Well, but but that's effectively them giving the permission. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you have to have a you have to have a gun license well, in you, in New York State. You have to have a gun license to own a pistol. I I understand that, but what 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 could they deny it for? Not having a gun license. Okay, so you first have to have a gun license. Right, that's like first, like, first of all. like, and that's that's the big thing. Like, so that's I one can't thing sell, you get. So I can't I can't go to a gun show and sell you my gun in New York like that. Okay. Okay, you can't rent those tables like that mm-hmm. and do that because I can't. 
And because if you come if you come in with a purchase, I mean, you can rent the table. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You can rent the tables and do that. But if they come in without a purchase permit, you can't sell them the gun. I can't sell my pistol to anybody in New York without a purchase permit. Okay. So, so there's two steps. First, you have to get a license. Right, because you have to have a license to own a pistol in New York State. Right, so you have to get a license first, and then after you get a license, then you have to get a purchase permit in order to buy a gun. Yes. You have to do both those things. They collect yes. on two sides. Yes. They're collecting an annual license fee, I assume, right? It's like $10 for 10 years. Okay. So, the, But they're collecting money either way. Even if you never own a, li- a well, gun every or 10, purchase one. Because every 10 years, they kind of just so, make so sure ten- you're alive. Make well, sure, okay. I understand. You know. I understand. And I don't really, you know, as much as people complain about the gun laws in New York, mm-hmm. the only one I never liked was the full carry laws. Okay. All right. Other mm-hmm. than that, I've been, I, I, once the NRA sold us down the road on on this stuff, they actually, the, the state did a better job than the NRA ever did with New York. Okay. All right. And anybody that anybody that says I don't know what I'm talking about, screw you. It, the NRA could have won all the gun battles in New York 25 years ago, and they decided to punt them. Mm-hmm. They punted on New York. Mm-hmm. I don't support the NRA. I don't. I I mm-hmm. surrendered my membership to the NRA. I will never give them money. Okay. Um. The. But they've done a really good job of handling it. Like, okay, at the time I got my gun license in New York, if you were going, I had what was called a sportsman permit. And if you were going to a match, I had to have my boxes, my guns locked in the trunk of my vehicle. Mm -hmm. And when they started having problems where people were robbing people outside a pistol match, you know, out of pistol ranges, Mm -hmm. then they changed it to now you have to have one loaded and on your person going to these events. Let's back up a little bit. If I don't like the gun laws in New York, I get the hell out of New York, right? Right. I'm just saying that. Okay, right. Uh, and 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 while while I I I believe there should be one of two things. I, mm-hmm. I do believe there has to be some kind of regulation on guns. I mean, I said over the last week to somebody, I said, well, in, in some aspects, I don't think the government should have any. There should be no licenses for guns. You should buy uh, whatever you want. The Constitution does not says the state, the the federal government shouldn't be involved. Yeah, so they they will not infringe upon your right, right, right to they, bear they, arms, they right? They cannot infringe right. upon your right, right. Um, so I kind of feel, but I also know that at the time that that was written, you know, you didn't have terrorists coming over here looking to buy guns to kill us with. Yeah, but the uh, last uh, terrorist attack we had, the guns were purchased legally according to one of the most strict gun laws in the entire nation in California. Yes, and I'm not saying gun laws work. No, they don't. Gun, gun laws don't work. Historically, they haven't. They, they never work. And I'm, I'm ask not the people, saying that. Ask I'm the people saying, in Chicago. I'm saying I don't have a problem with people having to pass a background check. You know, and I, and I, and, and, I, I haven't been through this situation myself. Now, one thing I will tell you, Virginia, for about 25 years now, has had um, instantaneous instant, background. instant background checks. Right. We've had them, and I don't have a problem with that. If I go there and there's a gun dealer at a gun show and I'm buying it in there, he right. cannot sell to me without taking my license and running an instant background check. Right. I have no problem with that. Right. I have a problem when you give me a situation like your dad wants to sell you a gun and you have to get that local or your state's permission for your dad to give you a gun. I don't think they have any business being involved in that. In a state where the the person New York pretty much does it, mm-hmm. right? And and when you talk to the guys in the pistol licensing office, 
what they pretty much do is it's it's not so much that they're going to say it's it's protecting me. In what respect? <clears throat> because when I sell that person that gun, I get a copy of their purchase permit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that if five years down the road he shoots somebody with that gun, mm-hmm. I'm not respond or he sells it illegally. Mm-hmm. They come back to me and they say, well, why'd you sell that guy? This, he, this gun was last registered to you, if, and he never goes and registers it, right? Mm-hmm. This gun was last sold to you. Why didn't you do this? I can say, here is my thing that you said this guy was okay to sell to. Mm-hmm. You did. It takes me out of it. I'm no longer liable for right. what happens to that gun once I sell it. I like that. Well, you know what the problem is with it, Phil? You start. You you miss the point, and the fact is that your state requires that every handgun be let registered. I'm not opposed to that. Okay, but here's the situation. Okay, that you have because that's not the situation in most states. No, I understand okay. that. So I have. If I and I'm very pro gun. Right, but I, 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 I'm, I, I'm the I, youngest person why, in, the, in why, New York State why, to have a pistol license. Why? Why should the government know what guns I own? I'm I'm with you on that. Okay. I'm and, with you on that. So you re- when your state registers, then your state government knows. So the cops come to Phil's house. They know what c- guns I have. They know what you I, got. And in I your don't house. like that at all. Right. Okay. And so I'm totally opposed to that. But I also so, don't so, like. So if they, if I sold, now I'm in Virginia, right? Uh-huh. If I sell a gun to somebody and they go and kill someone with that gun, it's never going to come back to me because my gun's not registered. You follow what I'm saying? <sighs> you know that's not always 100 percent true. Well, it may not be 100 percent true. You but bought li- it on a credit card; it'll come back to you. Uh, the likelihood that, that those records even exist anymore from, from some older guns I bought. I, I understand. And, and I'm, just saying, I'm about, just saying. I'm just saying. a new thing, you have to. You have to. You're at the thing, a guy can get a square up thing, he can sell his gun collection and pay for it on credit cards. Mm-hmm. Somebody goes and shoots somebody with that gun, it's going to come back to him. Maybe, maybe not. Because I was the original purchaser of a gun, do they have a case against me? In today's world, yeah. Oh, but you, see you irresponsibly you see, you see, sold but, a firearm but, to somebody. But there's no. Um, iris, what does irresponsible mean? Means. Uh, uh, can you, can I, I you tell the doesn't difference? Have those laws. Okay, here, here we go. Mm-hmm. Here's here's why I'm kind of for it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a pizza shop next to the studio, right? Okay, if you're at a gun store and a guy who owns the pizza shop, who's Hispanic, mm-hmm. comes in and, and gives you the money and you sell him that gun, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is that uh, do you know if he's a citizen? Well, you're talking about a straw purchase now. He's going to give me money to buy a gun for him. No. Okay. Like he walks into the gun thing, the gun show. And he buys a gun. And he buys a gun off mm-hmm. you at your table. Okay. What if he's not a U.S. citizen? You just broke a law. What what law did I break? You're not, I don't, I believe you're not allowed to sell firearms to people uh, that there, don't live in this uh, country. Okay. I don't, I don't believe that there's any laws that tell me as a private citizen except state laws and none in my state okay. that says, that regulates who I can sell a gun. I can sell a gun to anybody. You, you don't know if that guy's a criminal. You don't know anything about him. That's right, and I don't. And I've sold guns in the past, and I don't know what those people are going to do. I don't know that one day that guy's not going to commit a crime with that gun. Right. How is that my responsibility? I'm not responsible for it's you, not, your actions. It's not. Right. It's not. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they can turn around and bring that down on you. In New York, they can't do that to me. Well, you're saying in they New can't York, do that because you have York, proof you sold it to somebody. Because, because that person I sold it to was approved 
for gun ownership. Well, I, I understand. That person, all, all that is, is saying mm-hmm. is that person I sold it to had a background check. Right. Because That's all that $5 fee because is. I don't, as the seller, I don't pay that. Because the your buyer what, buys it. Because your, your concern is that you think that a gun that you sell may someday be involved in a crime, and that's going to come back to you. Right. And, I, and, and for $5. Right. For, and it's not even my $5. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of I can't sell it to you if you don't have that. It's not that my father mm-hmm. can't sell me a gun. Mm-hmm. It's it's I can't buy it off him if I don't have that $5 sheet of paper. Right. And I'm not opposed to that because if if I turn around and I shoot somebody with that gun that my father gave me, mm-hmm. he's which it's already registered because in New York you have to be, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I believe in Virginia, if you have a full carry, you have to list your gun. No, you don't. Are no. you sure about that? Positive. Because I'm because positive. the person that used to sit in this seat has a has a has a full carry license mm-hmm. with a gun listed on it. And when he carries, he talks about only being able to carry that one for for concealed carry. I open I, carry. There is nothing in this state. Yeah, I. But I believe my, concealed my, carry. I had, a con- I had a concealed carry permit. Unless that's something that's happened in the last two years, then that's not the case. Okay, I'm but, just but, saying. But, but be that as it may, I am totally opposed to the government knowing what weapons you own. It's none of their business. I, 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 am too. I, I could leave the studio, I could pull my knife out of my pocket, and I could stab someone out there. Has anybody ever asked to have that knife registered? I can kill someone just as easily with a knife. I'm all for that. Let's register. But you know what I'm saying. I, I understand. Why don't we register anything that could be used? Let's register bathtubs. More people die in them by than by handguns. Yes. I I just think the point is that uh, it's it's none of this is addresses violent crimes. No, it doesn't. It's not going to address the guy who legally bought a gun. Listen, and shot the people but, down in Lynchburg. It's not going to address but here's the guys. What I'm saying yeah. Is if you can, if you put this instantaneous thing, then you just don't have to sell to Muslims and Democrats, and all those big shootings go away. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, so you're gonna make it legal to shoot Democrats would make it even be easier. Yeah, right? I know that. But I'm just because, saying. Like, I mean, I'm just we, saying we have every certain, one of these. There are certain seasons where you can shoot deer. Every every one of these. <laughs> every one of these stupid little. Okay, send all, send all your things. hate email to Warren at ntnradio.com. Yeah, definitely Warren at ntnradio.com. <laughs> He's uh, our supervisor, and he loves those emails. Right. Uh, every one of these. I I know we'll never agree. I know we'll never agree on this. I'm not. I'm looking. Okay. It's it's there. It's <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. It, it it is it is actually up. Okay. It's like a minute. You still <laughs> okay, have a minute. Okay. All right. I, all right. I, Ken's giving me all these hand signals. I like just the clock. The I clock just again. The, I it like, is up. I okay. checked three times. Okay. Okay. Um, we're never going to agree with this. All right. And like, listen. I think the guys who took over that building in Oregon right now mm-hmm. should all lose the ability to have guns. Okay. You 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 took over arm you arm took over a federal building. Yeah, I think that's a little different. Yeah, you know, but, yeah, I but think there's that's a but it's it, it is but it isn't. If you, you there has to be some kind of control because people are stupid. Well, there there is some sort of control. There is there is some sort of control. But the problem is is that selling from an individual to individual, the government has never tried to get involved in that except in a few instances like in New York and California. And, and, and it Illinois. works fine. No one has. No one comes out of New York saying I couldn't buy a gun. I didn't. All, all it does, I, I, all it I does didn't is say it that. gives me. It gives me that that gun's never could have come back to haunt me, and I, I actually I, like I, that. I, well, I, I understand that, 
and that that's sort of that's sort of what you kind of grew up in. That's the environment you yeah. grew up in. I grew up in an environment where it's the Wild West out here. Yeah, that's exactly there's a right. lot of dangerous people. Right. There's a lot of people that I don't believe are smart enough to carry guns. Well, that may, walking around this that, state that carrying may be, guns. Maybe true. But, One of them worked but, for you. But guns seem to ma- kill plenty of people in New York, nonetheless. Not as many as Baltimore, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Where they have really good gun laws. Yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. I'm not saying ban guns. Okay. I'm just not opposed to licensing. All right. Make sure you check back on us next week. Hopefully, we'll have some more news on guns.